just about the same time that I could make out the picketers' signs. The demonstration is by members of CPOC. I sighed even louder. They pronounce it CPOC. It stands for Citizens to Protect Our Children. As a 14-year-old, I qualify by society's definition as a child. I'm willing to accept protection from stray meteors, echo terrorists, and my seven-year-old cousin, Todd. But I don't feel in need of protecting by CPOC, which strongly believes that only G-rated movies should be made, and that libraries should stock only nice, uplifting books that promote solid family values. Nice being defined as nothing supernatural, nothing violent, Nothing scary. That about kills my entire reading list. I think there are a couple alphabet books they approve of. Still, as far as I knew, this was the first time they'd ever come after Rasmussen. I have excellent timing like that. As the bus passed by the patch of sidewalk the picketers had claimed, I could read their signs. Magic equals Satanism, and violence begets violence, and inappropriate for our children. Why can't you drop me off? I asked. Legally, they aren't allowed to obstruct anyone from going in. I'd learned that in participation in government class. Rochester Transit Authority is prohibited from letting a minor disembark into a situation that might be hazardous. The bus told me. A little bit of artificial intelligence can be an annoying thing. What are they going to do, smack me on the head with a pamphlet? I asked. The bus didn't answer and kept on moving. I was not going to win an argument, I could tell. Well then, I said, let me off at the next stop. Not if you intend to return to the Rasmussen Gaming Center stop, the bus responded. I checked our progress on the real-time electronic route map displayed on the back of the seat in front of me and told the bus, Of course not. I want to be dropped off at the art museum. That is on this vehicle's route and is only one block away, the bus told me. Estimated time of arrival, 30 seconds. So much for artificial intelligence. A human bus driver could have guessed that I hadn't developed a sudden craving for culture. Then again, a human bus driver probably wouldn't have cared, any more than the other passengers did. The bus stopped in front of the museum. Have a nice day, Janine Belisario the bus told me. I smiled and gave a Queen Victoria wave and muttered under my breath, your mother was a toaster oven. As I approached the gaming center, I could see the picketers were quiet and orderly, so using my human intelligence, I deduced they weren't dangerous. Once I got in front of the building, I sprinted for the doorway it was beneath a large red and gold sign flanked by rearing dragons, Rasmussen Gaming Center. 
At least one of the picketers realized my intent and started quoting some Bible verse at me, complete with yeas and thous and wicked ones. I started walking faster, and he started quoting faster, which would have been fine, except he was also moving to cut me off. I reached the door, and a Rasmussen employee opened it for me, which was better service than they'd ever provided before. He was probably set there to make sure the picketers didn't physically interfere with the customers. Once the door was shut behind me, that blocked out road noise and protester noise alike. The lobby of a Rasmussen gaming center looks pretty much like the lobby of a movie theater. Lots of slick posters advertising the latest games, a concession stand, booths where you can feed in tokens and play some of the older virtual reality arcade-type games. For a Saturday on a nice May afternoon, the place looked dead, though the popcorn machine was going, wafting the enticing smell of fresh popcorn all the way down to the doors where I'd come in. But I was self-disciplined and resisted. I went up to the reception desk in the waiting area. The total immersion gaming rooms were beyond, where they hook you up to the computer, as an individual or with a group, to experience a role-playing fantasy. There were a pair of older boys, late high school or maybe even college age, sprawled in the comfy chairs in the waiting area, looking as though they'd been there a while. They glanced up hopefully when they spotted me then returned to leafing through their catalogs and poking at each other and trying to look cool for the receptionist, who was tapping her computer keys with the speed, concentration, and fervor of someone who had to be playing Tetris instead of working. She must have made a game-ending mistake, for she scowled and looked up. Welcome to Rasmussen Gaming Center she said. She wore a gown that was a medieval style, but that shimmered and slowly shifted color, going from pink to lavender to deep purple to blue. I knew that if I watched long enough, it would cycle through the rainbow. There was one of those new genetically engineered dragons on her desk, hamster-sized and unpleasant. It had been trying to tip over the receptionist's nameplate. And when I placed my gift certificate on the desk, the little beast lunged at me. He's just playing, the receptionist assured me as I snatched my hand back. It's his way of greeting you. Sure, I have an uncle who'll tell you the same thing about his Rottweiler. The receptionist looked at the gift certificate. This will get you half an hour of total immersion game time, or 45 tokens for the arcade games up front. You can play your own module, or you can join other players. She pointed toward the older boys. Her desk dragon dove and nipped at the trailing edge of her sleeve. The tiny chain that tethered him to her pen holder yanked him up short, and he hovered, his leathery wings fluttering. The receptionist ignored him. They're trying to form up a foursome to play Dragon's Doom, 
Interested? I don't like to play role-playing games with people I don't know. And besides, I figured an eighth-grade girl with a seventh-grader's figure probably wasn't exactly what they'd been hoping for either. No, I'll play with computer-generated characters, I said. The receptionist nodded. I could see her set herself on automatic pilot. Because the computer directly stimulates your brain, you will feel as though you're actually experiencing the adventure. She must have said this about a million times a day, because she spoke quickly and without inflection, so that if I hadn't known what she was talking about, I wouldn't have known what she was talking about. Half an hour of game time will take you through the three days of your chosen computer adventure. You will smell the smells taste the tastes, feel the texture of the clothes you're wearing, and the things you touch. You will experience cold if your computer persona is in a situation where he or she would feel cold, just as you will feel hunger and you might feel pain. If your persona is killed off, you will not, of course, feel that pain. You are guaranteed at least 30 minutes of playtime. If you get killed before your 30 minutes have been used up, you will be given another life and the adventure will automatically restart. Once you have started a life, you will be able to continue until you successfully finish or until you are killed, even if your 30 minutes runs out partway through. Any questions? I shook my head. Want to check out the promos? She pointed to the alcoves and her dragon once again lunged and missed.